0: What is happening out there everybody welcome to the uh lounge is now open uh, episode i believe it is 119 on uh, may 10th of 2021 before we get to uh get to our our guest co-host for this evening and kind of jump into the show and talk about lord only knows what uh gonna put out a couple of things real quick uh first of all the status of constitutional carry in texas uh, throughout a podcast earlier, nothing's really changed on that, but uh, we need to put some uh, some more pressure on the, the politicians. We've kind of got a situation going there that uh, I'm confident I think can be resolved. We've done a really good job so far with that pressure, and we've got to continue said pressure. Uh, also, want to mention uh, a couple of things that are sort of new. You may have noticed that intro there. Um, And if you like that, then certainly let us know that uh, whether or not you like that. But we've also got scrolling at the bottom of the screen. Not only a big thank you to the YouTube channel members, the Patreon patrons, those folks that uh, choose to uh, throw down super chats to help out the channel. But we've also now got, uh, for the first time, along with that intro today on a podcast, a call-in number. Uh, So, uh, yes, that scrolls across the screen get that number is three one eight six two zero zero eight two five again three one eight six two zero zero eight two five uh and you could actually call into the show here uh standard rules of the house apply if you call in as if you're in the chat you've seen it scroll by keep it civil stay away from the lewdness uh all of that uh good stuff and we're gonna try to get everybody a shout out so definitely say hey if you're out the, in the uh, chat, and we'll try to say, hey, back like Southpaw, Ricardo, uh, Calaveras, Rich White, G-Webs, Honest Truth, Defense Dad, Warsaw, and Javier. Obviously, that's what's going on with HP 1927. Check this podcast out from this morning and uh, get uh, all the latest. i have actually got a timestamp in there, so you can jump about seven minutes into it and uh, kind of get right to the uh, play-by-play. Also, video drop yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday on uh, New Rifle I picked up. And also directly following this one. Almost forgot to put that out there. Um, <laughs> yeah, what's this ends, top of the hour. We're going to have to make sure we cut this one on time. Because at 9 Eastern uh, is the May 2021 Patreon launcher Pop. And that's a premiere event uh, that we set up. Uh, in conjunction with our Patreon patrons and anybody is welcome to come over there, watch that hangout, uh, it be a part of the lawn chair pop experience. Again, shout out to all the great, uh, Patreon patrons that make that happen. Uh, Zach out there, Mr. Stan from SS pond, the gun snob in the house. Uh, and we've got, uh, Sand Hill's Sweetheart. Uh, Warsaw says, I heard New York had another happen, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I haven't kept up. I don't know. The last uh, event that I heard about, I think, was Colorado. So uh, not going to be speaking to that because I can't speak to that, unfortunately. With that said, going to bring in the guest co-host for this week. Uh, his sweetheart, as a matter of fact, is out there. I just said that out there in the chat. G23, pop it in. What's up, G23? Uh, let's get him added to the stream here. And we've got John or Sandhill Shooters or, as I refer to him most times, because, uh, I don't know, I just like to assign nicknames to the uh, fellow colleagues and creators out here on the YouTube. Sandy in the house with us. What's up, man?
1: Just because you can't. That's why you you call me that just because you can, Mm -hmm. that's okay. I'm good. How are you?
0: I am well, I'm well, it reminds me of Greece when I call you that.
1: And, and I like (laughs) Greece. So it It, works. It's a, uh, it's a, well, you know, I'll, I'll take that. I, uh, my wife's actual name is Olivia. She was named after Olivia Newton-John. Hey, well, there you go. So, it works, right? I'll take that. That works.
0: That works. Uh, the gun cleaner's out there in the house with us popping in. Again, if you're out there in the uh, live chat, say hey. We'll say hey back. For uh, those that might be listening to this in replay, uh, you didn't get a chance to see the uh, what I think was an awesome intro. And uh, you're not able to see on-screen elements and other things that's going on. Uh, but you can always participate, just like the folks in the live chat here, because wherever you might be watching or listening to this in replay, there's a comment section below. Uh, take a minute, Sandy, before we, uh, before we dive in. Again, for everybody out there in the live chat, Monday is pretty much your show. We can come up with topics, and I don't think you want us to talk about the, the musical Grease all night. So uh, if that's not the case, then you can certainly throw your questions and topics and other things out there uh, in the chat. Uh, sandy is not a um uh, what is the word you're not in the hot seat as far as this being any type of an interview because you're more of a co-host and this is about the live chat and those topics and questions that the live chat throws us but uh Macojo jumping in i see out there in the uh, chat what's up Mikojo um but just for those that might not be aware of who you are uh you're sort of a big deal um Cause you are uh, you rub elbows with a lot of uh, pretty high and mighty Second Amendment advocates and activists nowadays. But uh, give folks out there uh, a
1: little synopsis of who you are and what you do. Well, yeah, I like to think I'm kind of a big deal. Not everybody else maybe would agree. Um, you know, it's it's kind of funny because. Some of the people, and granted most of them I haven't ever met face to face i I did get a chance to meet you face to face a couple of years ago, but there's not that many people that, that I talk to online who I've ever been in the same room with and gotten to shake their hands but i've what do you want to say? I've rubbed digital elbows with some of the real heavy hitters uh, and so i've got my own podcast that typically has been going on. Tuesday nights at nine central time. We are on a hiatus right now, and we'll probably get into that here in a little bit, but um, currently spending a couple weeks in Omaha, Nebraska, a couple hours from where we live. My wife is uh, going through a stem cell transplant procedure to uh, fix some, some lymphoma that she's been fighting with, and this should uh, this should whip it for good. So, but we're, we're down here. So we're not able to do the, the live podcast thing the way that we normally do it. So um, if I get a chance and I can get enough, if I can get enough internet in my hotel room, then I might do just a couple solo live shows, but we'll see what happens. But uh, you can normally find us on YouTube or Facebook live on Tuesday nights at nine o'clock central time on the get off my lawn podcast. Um, We've had a couple top shot winners on there. We've had uh, Rob Pinkus a few times, Tony Simon from the Second Is for Everyone, uh, Cheryl Todd. We've we've just had so many people uh, grace uh, our little podcast with with their presence and their thoughts. Um, I'd I'd go nuts trying to just remember everybody. There's been so many people that you see whenever there's something going on, you know, like a gun rights policy conference or or some sort of event like that, or, or the rally on the, on the Capitol lawn. I mean, the people that are speaking, uh, it's kind of funny how I can look at that list and be like, Oh yeah, we've had them on the podcast. We've had them on the podcast. We've just been very blessed with um, getting our name out there and, and uh, having people come and come and join us. So I always figure that I'm pretty opinionated. I've got a big mouth, I've got a microphone and an internet connection. And so There may be a couple other people out there that that might like to hear what I have to say. They might agree or they might listen because they disagree, but I'll take either one.
0: Well, as I always say, I mean, it's important to let your voice be heard. That's one reason that I do my Thursday evening show is uh, to try to help people that may have the inclination to, you know, branch out and let them, their voices be heard to, you know, to better learn how they might can can start that it's really as simple as turning on the camera or the microphone quite honestly but uh yeah even if they disagree with what you've got to say uh heck take it run with it do your own thing we hope that uh that obviously that everything goes well sounds like uh, you're, you're pretty optimistic uh that it will and that's that's super great to hear
1: yeah so yep it's been s- uh, it's been not a terrible oh go ahead no, you're fine. Finish your thought. I was just going to say, it's not been a terrible ordeal, but we've had six days of really high-intensity chemo. That uh, that ended today, tomorrow's transplant day. So they, they collected her own stem cells a week ago, and, and tomorrow she gets them reintroduced back. And then it's just a, a waiting game to uh, wait for basically what's going to happen her whole immune system is going to get taken out and then um then her body's going to learn how to make a whole new immune system white cells and b cells all those things that that fight infections off so that's why wow. she's in the hospital she she can't be exposed to any kind of any kind of infection at all even a little cold virus could could be deadly if she wasn't in the hospital so uh right that's why we're down here doing it this way wow So Warsaw out there, but she's in good hands. We have,
0: I think is going to send us down a a rabbit hole tonight, but that's fine. That's what I asked for. (laughs) Uh, G 23, uh, I'm going to (laughs) address his real quick. He says, have you heard rumors of a Glock carbine? I have not, but I've been sort of things I've tried. I've tried to say this in passing. Um, man, I've just Texas constitution area is taking up literally 90 percent of my time so um that's pretty much what i've been focused on for what seems like forever now um i hope we get it passed i hope we get it done um but either way uh i'll be glad to I'll be glad in a way to get back to regular (laughs) regular content um Eventually, because I enjoy doing the, the reviews and being out on the range as opposed to uh, either on the phone or on the Internet and, and doing, um, doing research. Mike, out there in the uh, house, we've got, I think, Ricardo was already in here earlier, but he said that uh, uh, well wishes, uh, Patriot, Warsaw Patriot, Mike, a lot of well wishes out there. So um, let's go with uh, Warsaw's here, and then G. Uh, it's got something probably too. um, Buck got a loving grandpa out there with us. How are you, Buck? But, uh, Warsaw says here, he's having some trouble with USPS and I feel your pain. Um, good Lord. If anybody out there absolutely detests USPS type 81 in the chat, because holy moly, uh, he says, I got a question ever had shipping ever. He's asking like, like he's the only one, which is funny. He says, I got a question ever had uh, shipping arrival issues with the USPS postal service. I've had issues with tracking numbers, not showing activity and stuff arrives late. Um, so yeah, absolutely. I think everybody does. I think USPS is sucks at best. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll give you one better than, than that. My post office, if I don't want to drive 30 minutes one way, basically, to a post office, um, the post office in my quote-unquote community is literally open two days a week for like three hours a day. Um, The window, anyway, is open. So, um, if you... Ever in a situation where we have a contest or we do things and I have to mail out swag or mail out prizes or do stuff, uh, it, it normally takes a while, and that's wise because and that's if they show up even then, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, as far as things uh showing up late, not showing up at all, whatever the case may be. Um, I had a package that I really needed uh actually not too terribly long ago that um was sent to a completely separate zip code. Uh, <laughs> and I tried to stop it because I see that happening with the tracking. And I tried to stop it. And this was a printed label. So there's no way it was messed up. Uh, but I tried to stop it. And they argued with me that, oh, no, it's shipping. some on time. It's all fine. There's, not, there's nothing wrong with that package. And I said, look, lady, I don't know where you're at. And I hate to disagree with you, but I live in Texas. I know where this other zip code, it says it's going is at, And it's like four hours away from me. I said, there's no way it's going there to be delivered to me. I said, it's, it's wrong. And so ultimately I was able to find the number of the post office there. And the lady at the post office, she's like, yeah, that, that happens all the time. And, uh, She's like, I'll make a note and I'll try to try to deal with it. Unfortunately, it will get delayed, but I'll try to deal with it and get it straight to you once, uh, you know, once I have my hands on it. So, and she did to the to the testament of the local lady at that particular post office, but try to get help through the uh, yeah through the United States Postal Service. Ridiculous, uh, Sandy. Jump in on uh, Postal Service. You can rag on them if you want to.
1: I think that honestly, the smaller the town, the smaller the post office is, the the better the service is going to be. The, you know, things can be misaddressed a little bit, and small communities they they still know where to send it. Whereas in the bigger towns, uh, you know, when there's more than two or three people working in that post office, then that's when they start to get a little more impersonal, and mistakes get made, and, and nobody seems to really care about it. The other day, I had a package that actually came on time and i wasn't sure what to do about that i called the the post office to complain because I, it's not the service i'm used to getting I, I said hey can you send this back through and loop it through cincinnati or something it it came on time i don't know how to act it's just that's we're so used to the post office dropping the ball and you know i i hate to say it but i mean sometimes it is cheaper to send things usps but Dang, not always. And and for the hassle, mm-hmm. I mean, I can understand why postage keeps going up because fewer and fewer people are willing to right. use USPS. And, and so, of course, the fewer people that use it, the less money they make. And so they've got to make that money up somehow, which is kind of a, a vicious circle, right? That causes mm-hmm. more people to stop using them. So I don't know what the... Right. I don't know what the right thing is here, but I, I look for before too long, the post office to to go the way of the carrier pigeon.
0: Um, you know, it wouldn't hurt my feelings for it to be get privatized in some way. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, free market, right? I mean, you've got, yeah. So, uh, Jay, how jumping into the, uh, chat out there. What's up, Jay? Um, yeah, certainly don't have a, uh, would would not have a problem with that i think that they can do better Uh, and i agree i mean if you are talking about especially a heavier item or a larger item uh, man you're way better off going uh, ups or maybe fedex but i'm going to tell you neither one of those are exempt from from issues as well i've had problems you know you look at the logistics i see wes is jumping in out there what's up wes you look at just the logistics of you know, mail delivery package delivery in, in general. Uh, it's going to be really interesting. Uh, I know Amazon, some of the, other, some other companies are playing with this, you know, drone delivery and stuff like that. It's going to be interesting to see where that sort of stuff goes in the, in the future. Uh, and how much more efficient it can be because make no mistake about it. Uh, planes, trains, and automobiles, which is kind of how it runs now with, uh, shipping and stuff. um, it cannot be efficient there's no way the personnel the, the fuel the you know just the logistical nightmare of vehicles whatever those vehicles might be it's crazy
1: yeah yeah exactly and you know we talk about the possibility one day of privatizing the postal service but i don't know even what that would look like i mean short of at some point I mean, who's going to come buy out the Postal Service and keep those employees on hand? You know, I mean, the, the infrastructure is already built as far as sending letters and whatnot. So if somebody like UPS or FedEx was was to come in and, and add that as another service that they offer, you know, all of a sudden you're looking at a whole bunch of federal employees out of work, and then UPS just doesn't have the the infrastructure there to deliver letters and whatnot to everybody's house daily. So I, I don't know how any of it would work to be honest. It'd be a mess for sure.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. It's, it's, it's a complicated proposition. I don't know. It's fun to think about though, at the end of the day. Um, yeah, we've got uh South Paul out there and then we'll get to G's question. Um, up above here, by the way, topics, questions. Throw so them out there in the live chat because the lounge is more about you guys hanging out and uh, us talking about kind of what you want to talk about in a way. Um, so Southpaw is asking uh, in regards to your wife: any fundraisers going on to help with the expenses during treatment?
1: Not that I've heard about. I mean, we do have our swag page up over on BlackSwanTactical.com. You can go there and, and go to the Sandhill Shooter Collection. There's some really cool stuff with, with the green ribbon. The lime green ribbon is the, the lymphoma cancer ribbon. So there's some cool stuff there that you can get, shirts and hats and and hoodies. The coffee mugs are really nice. Um, but aside from that, I haven't heard of anybody doing anything about it. And, and I mean, I'm not the type that would ever expect such a thing to happen. So, uh, for the most part, I mean, the, we've got good insurance. It's it's the incidentals that really get you when you're staying away from home. So mm-hmm. most most of my hotel stay is is covered. Some of that's some of that's coming out of pocket. But you know, we're I'm in a suite where I've actually got groceries instead of having to eat out every night, so that helps a bunch. But nice. but uh, yeah, biggest thing is I mean, I'm taking basically a whole month off of work, and I've got the the time off to to cover my hours and keep the insurance going but i work in a commission-based job so you know that ain't happening right now and she's off work of course but right. i mean it's you know i i just i don't know how to how to ask people to do such a thing like that i don't i don't think that's the right thing for me to ask so
0: well i think no, that's uh, going on I, you know i think that's good enough i mean i know for a fact um and one of my mods out there, if you could maybe go grab that link, throw it in the chat, that'd be great. But, uh, I threw out the one for black Swan tactical. So folks can of course go over there and pick up some sandhill shooter swag. Um, yeah, you know, I know that you have a Patreon as well. All of those things help with the, uh, with the overall bottom line. So I'm sure oh, a- yeah. anything along that lines would, uh, would certainly be appreciated. Um, We've got uh, Roro jumping in the uh, house out there. What's up, Roro? Uh, and Jay House's post office buildings are rough looking all over the country. The inside of them are run down uh, and the handling systems uh, in the back are antiquated. Yeah, you should see the, uh, pretty much every post office in this county. It looks like something from the 1930s, uh, except for the local post office. It's in like a uh, fairly modern little portable building. Uh, But like I said, people are only there six hours a week or some kind of something. So it's ridiculous. So g Webbs, pardon me here. He's got a question about your channel there, Sandy. He says, uh, are there any adjustments to the channel slash project goals since your 71 shows into the mix uh, and know so many of the different players now?
1: um i'm always looking to make adjustments i'm the type of personality that if something gets you know if if it goes the same for so long i just get bored um it feels i don't know if it actually goes stale it just to me it does and so i don't like doing just the the same thing all the time and being in a rut that's why if you kind of watch and and even if you don't watch the actual episodes just kind of look at the topics over the last 71 episodes i mean that you kind of see um how things kind of have have i don't know if i want to say evolved but the focus has shifted um i don't know if it's been necessarily a a curve you know from from one thing to another specifically but you can kind of tell at any given point really what's on my mind i guess for for a given week um I try not to do a whole lot of stuff as far as headlines and, and real dated material. Cause, cause I kind of want it to be evergreen up. Some of it, I understand maybe it loses its context after a year or two, but, but for the most part, there's concepts in there and, and ideas that we talk about that, that kind of hold true forever. Um, and there's so many people out there that are catching up headlines and, and talking about the latest stupid thing that ATF is doing or, or that uh, um, Mad Max is doing or, or whatever. So what I want to bring is something that's not what everybody else is doing. Whatever I do, I want it to be different and unique and, and be, as, as, I guess, as unique as I am. Um, I'm not like everybody else and, and what I w- want to get into for conversations isn't maybe like what, what most people would, would do either. But that's what I think makes it kind of interesting to a lot of folks that, that do tune in and listen. Um, so as far as changes and things like that go, uh, the biggest thing that we're looking at right now is maybe a new night in time when we come back from Omaha, maybe switching to Thursdays at eight o'clock, which I know you and I have had this discussion, Clover. It goes right up against your Thursday night chat. But uh, I don't think that I'm going to pull people away from you um, or that you're going to pull people away from me. And that's the best part about YouTube and Facebook um, and all the other places that this goes to is you can find it at any point. So just because you're not watching it live doesn't mean you missed it. It's it's not like, you know, oh, I didn't catch this week's episode of Friends when it was on TV, which even that's not the case anymore. I know with, with DVR and stuff, but. I mean, what I want to do is, is maybe freshen that up, and maybe we'll have a few more people that, that maybe will join us because it's not so late at night. That will help with some of my guests from the East Coast being able to join us, and it won't be so late for them when we go live. The The biggest change that I want to make overall for the channel, and I haven't decided if I want to do it on my on my main channel or... I've got a B channel that I've never done anything with, and it may be time to launch the B channel, but I want to do a separate uh, produced podcast instead of live. And I've been toying around with some names, and and I haven't ever gone public with with what my options are really going to be. But it's going to be something that is not at all like what we do on the live show, where we try to make that family-friendly. We try to keep everybody's comments, you know, in line and, and make it to where it's it's something that uh, people can can watch or listen to with their kids in the room or in the car or or grandma being in the room. And what I want to do is have a whole different kind of a format where I just have a one-on-one conversation with with a guest where we don't hold anything back and and there's nothing there's nothing off limits. I mean wherever the conversation goes or, or, whatever, um, whatever we end up talking about, whatever words get thrown out there, uh, there's not going to be censorship on it. It's going to of course have to be age restricted and, and not monetized, but, um, I just don't want any, there's some things that, that I don't say on my other live show because it's not, That's not the format for it, you know, and, and, there's, like I said, there's not going to be any words that are that are taboo. There's not going to be any real subjects or topics that are taboo. Uh, we're not going to go out there intentionally looking to pick a fight or make people mad or make people uncomfortable. But I'm also not going to run away from it. And it's going to be one of those things where, you know, hey, I'm not sorry. This is the way I feel. This is what I said. You don't have to like it. But that's what this show is is about and i want my guests to be able to open up and speak their mind and and you know have a kind of a format for that too so but that's something that i haven't gotten really um there there's and i won't name who because i haven't named the show yet but the name that i want to go with there's a very specific guest that i want to be able to try and land for my inaugural episode and i'm still trying to figure out the right way to contact I know people that know this person, but I don't know this person directly. We've met, but we don't really know each other. And I don't have contact info, not, not contact info that I know will get seen right away. You know what I mean? And so I'm still working on that angle, but uh, everything will kind of make sense once I get that that accomplished. And it may be later in the summer. It may be this fall, but, but we'll, we'll get it done. And then I'm, I don't know how often it'll happen. Maybe once a month we'll have one. Maybe depending on how many guests I get lined up, maybe it'll be bi-weekly, but it won't be a weekly thing. Right. So Uh, that's kind of what, what, what we've done there
0: you mentioned you mentioned earlier you mentioned tony simon so i'm gonna throw this out there we're getting up to close to the bottom of the hour so i want to do my my thing real quick and then we'll move on to a question that g has out there uh we don't have to just field questions for sandy here we'll field uh just about anything you throw out there uh in the chat so uh don't be shy do that see our tech and daughters has jumped in and joined us out there but yeah we're gonna have tony simon uh, co-hosting here in the lounge on the 24th, it looks like. So uh, for guy. those that, uh, oh, Tony's uh, big Tony. Uh, yeah, Tony is an awesome dude doing, uh, doing amazing things behind uh, enemy lines. So now that we're up uh, on the bottom of the hour, uh, just a quick, some quick programming notes and, and other things. Um, come nine o'clock eastern time here in about 30 minutes or so we've got the patreon lawn chair pop the monthly patreon lawn chair pop that'll premiere we'll be hanging out in the chat there with all the awesome patreon patrons and youtube channel members and other things but it is open to the public so anybody can join and uh just kind of hang out uh watch a shoot a cool firearm watch me blow beate 8 for 30 minutes or so Uh, as i'm just out on the range i filmed that out on the range at the uh, behest is that the word of the uh, patreon patrons so if you've ever joined uh, for one of those you might uh, do that also uh, this is sort of in reference to mike c out there he's got a question on hb1927 i did a podcast earlier do we know a lot more about the progress or status of HB 97 which is constitutional carrier here in Texas than we did yesterday or than we did even Friday Uh, no not really but uh, if you want to get caught up I think it was about 40 minutes and actually I put a time stamp in there that kind of jumps past a lot of the oviation at the very first so you can skip about seven minutes of it just go to that timestamp and kind of jump straight into the meat of what all's going on but mike see out there says question does the house have a time talking about the texas house here uh have a time frame to address hb 1927 since i did that podcast um i've talked made some calls i've talked to some folks uh and it it is sort of the ball is sort of in the court right now of uh representative matt schaefer who is the author of the bill and yes there are some issues as it pertains to i don't want to get too complex on this particular show because it's really not the the format i explained a little bit of that uh in the podcast earlier um but there's some certain rules in in which the house has to kind of abide by and some of these amendments kind of pose an issue for that right some of the senate amendments so the senate we need to be pressuring the senate to probably fix those amendments um and then we probably need to be pressuring matt schaefer of the house to make a decision on what they're going to do but it appears like right now they're still trying to figure out the best course to go to kind of get around the hurdles presented by those amendments and i'm not necessarily talking about what those amendments say or do as much as how they are worded and how they say it and i know that makes about as uh, much sense as a uh, yeah as a muddy glass of water right but uh unfortunately that's where we're at so do we have a time frame no uh we've got three weeks it's gone pretty far uh, at this point it could literally be rectified in a few hours. So, uh, the fact that we've got three weeks left in the session bodes well for us, we just have to keep that pressure on. Right. And, uh, that goes for pretty much, uh, all these politicians out there. DJ play nice in the house. He's got, uh, looks like a question as well. Uh, and we got some more questions out there. So, uh, yeah, we'll jump back in with Sandy. We'll go with G web's question uh, here first. He's kind of following up along the same lines, Sandy, that he uh, uh, did before. He said now as you have uh, met so many of the players and have had 70-plus conversations with some of them, he says what's your take on the future of 2A? That's a good one.
1: Um, wow, that's that's not an easy answer, but my take is it's going to be kind of like the uh, that Johnny Cash song, the ragged old flag. It's going to get torn up, tattered. It's going to get stomped on a lot and abused, but it, it's still going to be here when the smoke clears. Um, there's just so many people out there who are, are willing to, and when I say fight, I'm not talking about lead flying through the air. I'm talking about, injunctions, lawsuits, court cases, right? Fighting this legal battle the the way that laws need to be fought. Um, And so there's so many people out there that are willing to fight, that are willing to fight correctly and fight for us as firearm owners. And so I see it at the federal level. I see it at the state level. Um, My gosh, there's not a lot of people across the country that understand what's happened in, in Nebraska here just in the last couple of months, but I mean, there's, people are starting to wake up, even even in my state that, I hate to say it, but in the past, it's been a whole lot of, I know you don't like the term the way that I'm going to use it, Clover, but it's been a whole lot of fuds in my state who didn't really care to, to lift a finger to to worry about preserving their rights to, you know, to hunt deer or, or or hunt turkeys or ducks or whatever, because that's not anything that was ever being threatened, but they're starting to wake up and realize that, You know, as as goes one, so go the rest of them. And so I think that things are happening. And the more uh what do I wanna what what did Biden put out? Measures, I guess, that he's he's proposed, the more laws that get uh, passed by the House and, and have to get killed in the Senate the more people are starting to wake up and realize that, that, Hey, this isn't something that somebody else is, is just going to make go away or, and it's also not something it's, it's before everybody was always like, well, we don't have to worry about it happening here. That's what happened in the state of Virginia Right. I don't have to worry about going to the, to the poll this year because it'll, they'll never, they'll never turn this state blue and we'll never lose our rights. And then, Right. well gosh not enough people went and voted and, and then they found out well now you've created your own mess you know you made your bed now you got to lie in it for at least two years and mm-hmm. so I think the other states are kind of not maybe not all of them but but a lot of the other red states at least I think right. people kind of took note of that and, and said hey this is yeah. this is not what we want to have happen here and so I think that the overall the future of the 2A I think I think it's it's better than a lot of dooms. Uh, what the the, the the doomsayers, the naysayers, mm-hmm. want to make you think it is. Um, yeah, just looking at what's happened Agreed. in the courts, looking at, at what's happened in federal district courts, scotus, and at, at state level,
0: right? Uh, yeah, on on more of a micro level. Uh, you know, we yeah. we often I often talk about how we. We don't relish wins. The old the only time you hear somebody talk about a win if, if it is if it's sexy. The last win that I actually heard any any large YouTube channel, let's say, right, really say anything yeah. about was the court ruling in Illinois, right? Which that's a big deal for in the in the FOID in Illinois. And that's sexy, right? Because we all think right. of you know Illinois and Chicago. That's a sexy thing. Um, but You know, Tennessee gets constitutional carry or Iowa gets constitutional carry, right? And they don't mention anything, or, you know, we get another court victory in Montana or wherever, and, you know, nothing. It's it's crickets. And so we Mm -hmm. have to, we have to, we have to shine light on these wins. It's okay to talk about, you know, the bad and the potential bad, sure, but we need to shine a light on the wins. And one of the reasons I say that we've got to focus on, On wins is let's be honest if you're a free agent and you can pick any team that you that you want to go to are you going to go to the team with the worst record or the team with the best record everybody wants to go with a winning team right and so we're trying to bring people into the community we need to talk about our wins however small they might be it's a win and we need to talk about them
1: no absolutely right and that's so we've got... Of, uh, go ahead. Things. I was just going to say, you know, if, if I can just take a minute here at vent a little bit, I mean, I, I see some of these channels, and I don't know if you, if it's okay to name drop the channels or not, but mm-hmm. I mean, doesn't, there's a, a very... It doesn't do low, a lot of
0: good. Most people out there know who we're I talking know. about.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's a very well-known one that comes from, from Massachusetts who is constantly dropping videos daily, you know, of, hey, this state's got... This threatened, or, or he's been really good about a lot of the states when he, he's announcing that they're they're working on on constitutional carry or things like that. Um, the state of Nebraska, and I know it's not constitutional carry, and like you said, that's what's sexy right now, right? Um, becoming a two-way sanctuary state is somewhat of a statement if the the state Congress doesn't actually make it a law. But here's what's happened. To Across my state we've got 93 counties in nebraska as we're talking over 80 of them each county have adopted a resolution to become a a two-way sanctuary county which means that within that county the sheriff and the county commissioners the county attorney they've all agreed that if any of these unconstitutional laws try to get pushed that they're not going to assist federal agents with enforcing them and when the county sheriff who is the Supreme law enforcement officer within that, those County lines. Right. When, when they come and say, Hey, we're not going to help. There's, there's nothing you can do about it. You can't bully the sheriff into helping you. And, and you can't commandeer the, the sheriff's forces um, to come in and enforce, you know, a magazine ban or something like that. It's no different than, you know, saying, Hey, the city of San Francisco is not going to help ice with deportations. Right. So, over over 80 out of 93 counties have now adopted resolutions, and by the end of the month, uh, there should be a few more that that uh, have it on the agenda but haven't signed the resolution yet. And so, plus our our governor has made us statewide a two-way sanctuary state by proclamation, which which means that as long as he's governor at least, then the state police aren't going to help either. The Nebraska State Patrol won't enforce any unconstitutional laws, right? They're still going to enforce the ones that quote unquote are constitutional or do fall within what's currently the law, but, uh, uh, you know, illegal magazine bans or, or things like that, they're not going to enforce those. And so nobody's talking about it. I mean, a lot of small channels are, and this is something I'm involved with our statewide lobby group, Nebraska Firearms Owners Association, that group didn't do it each county had somebody that started that ball rolling and got it happen got it done in that county and and that's what is so significant about this it's not like there's a group going around calling every county saying hey you need to get on board no it's it's been truly yeah. grassroots from every county that's been replicated you know 80 times it's just it's a beautiful thing so i just wanted to get that out there cuz i can't get anybody else to pick it up and even talk about it <laughs> So
0: uh, we need to—I uh, don't know—about 15 minutes because we could do—we've got to jump a little, little bit early here so we can get over to that uh, May Patreon launcher pot. And again, everybody out there is is uh, invited to come over there and uh, and join us for that. Blue Steel 44, I see, is out in the chat. Um, Want to hit on something? Follow up on that, and we'll get back to uh, a few questions here. Hopefully kind of rapid fire those uh, out of the way. Thanks for dropping those in the yeah. chat for everybody that has. Um, but uh, Jay Howe he says we also need to stop being so excited about the new gun owners. They're not all too a uh, friendly and not buying guns for the reasons we do. Um, I agree and I disagree with Jay Howe. Um, I don't I do not disagree. I agree that they're not going to be all too a friendly and are not buying guns for the reasons we do, because I see a lot of channels that are geared that rose up out of that new channels. They're great channels, but they have no clue about lever action rifles. They have no clue about revolvers. They, you know, they're just a different breed. Um, so I completely get that part of it. And I don't disagree where I disagree is that we need to stop being so excited. Anytime we have the opportunity they're if they're gun owners, then they're closer to us than, non-gun owners are. And so we have an opportunity to spread the gospel of, you pick the 2A activists, I guess, right? Um, yeah. Spread the gospel of the Second Amendment. So we've got an opportunity to preach to them and, and we don't need to be preaching to them. We just need to simply be having conversations, but we have that, uh, that opportunity. And to me, that's exciting um, to lead off of, or to kind of feed off of what Jay house says. And then what you're saying as well, Sandy is, is one thing that excites me for the the future of two a is if one of the big channels, so with what I've been doing with constitutional carry, and I felt compelled as a gun tuber, as a creator on this platform, um, this is this is one of my strengths. This is something I can offer uh, to put time in, try to cover it, try to get the message out. Well, here's the, the thing that blows me away is, you know, my little old channel is is the views off of that content and none of this is i'm monetizing none of this as far as uh it's advertising revenue or anything that like that so it's totally not for those purposes um but i'm saying this to say that it excites me and it expires me uh at the grassroots level like you're talking about that a small channel like mine mm-hmm. can generate that type of views and i think it was the senate uh floor debates or whatever that that was like over 1200 in a live chat for me i mean that's enormous channel numbers for my little old channel and what that tells me is people are hungry for this they're paying attention they're engaged right and that energizes me and excites me it doesn't have anything to do with it with it you know being done on my channel per se and what is exciting about it or what makes it to me what makes it more evident that it is people that are genuinely concerned and genuinely out there grassroots and doing the work um, is if a big channel with let's say millions of subscribers, right, ha- was doing the same thing, then it wouldn't be evidence by their view count the the right. level of awareness, right, that people's got. My little channel is like, holy crap, look at all these great two a patriot people out there. Right. But with a large channel, it would just be the video of the day, right. They would get lost in the mix. And so that's, what's been cool throughout this process for me. Uh, and inspiring for me is just to see all those, uh, you know, it's obvious that we've got a whole lot of people, at least in Texas. And we've got people from across the nation tuning in to pay attention as well. Um, but people in Texas that are buckled down, engaged, uh, putting pressure on and, and trying to get this done. I'm going to jump up here real quick, Sandy, uh, cause we got to get some of these questions knocked out. So G here, uh, has another one. He says, uh, so he wanted to, to do it, uh, another way. Um, uh, He said, now that you've talked to some of the key players, he's going to, he wanted to rephrase this. Um, He said, uh, now that you've talked to some of the key players talking about 2A, he said, how's your confidence in their, more than a 2A, I guess, how's your confidence in their abilities, strategies, and willingness to collaborate on multiple projects in the future? So, uh, did that make sense?
1: That made sense. Um, I, this is not going to be a very, very good answer and I understand it, but it depends on who we're talking about. Um, Some of them I think are good with what they're doing and probably aren't going to get out of their, get out of their, you know, comfort zone. A lot of them are, that's what they're all about is getting out of their comfort zone and collaborating and and meeting people where they are. And so that just comes down to who we're talking about. and, And this isn't the place to discuss, individuals you know who's good and who's bad right but there, there are Go some ahead. great folks out there that are very very down with with exactly what g asked about and nice. I've, I've been blessed to meet several and i i didn't get a chance to say this i get to meet tony simon this july he's actually coming to nebraska we're gonna do uh, our first ever diversity shoot here in nebraska and he's gonna get us started show us what he does and then we'll be able to duplicate that anytime we want down the road. Right. So speaking of people coming to where we are.
0: Cool. Our attack daughters out there, uh, shift shifting gears a little bit on us here. And that's fine. Uh, it says, my question is how should we respond to the new ATF uh, rule proposal for who uh, played it? Firearms, AR upper sports kits, other uh, components uh, looking to put serial numbers on. So I'm going to, I'm going to go to Sandy here in a second. I'm going to say this. I have not, um, read that. It's like 113 pages or something. I haven't got off in it. I haven't done a video on it again. I've been focused so much on getting things done here in Texas. Um, uh, at this point, not knowing any more than I know, my answer to that is just about the same as I would tell anybody for anything, um, pick an organization, whether it's a state organization, GOA, uh, SAF, whatever, uh, they usually have a form letter or some type of a statement. Don't copy and paste that, but use that as the bullet points to draft your own response. Uh, so I would say defer to them. I'm, I'm pretty sure right now that even if I read all 113 pages, I could go to their website, read that. And it's like most of what I would say would be in there somewhere, just not necessarily in my words. So not having, like, again, not having, admittedly, not having read all of that yet uh, and, and spent the time on that that I probably should, uh, that would be my answer. Sandy, what is yours? How should we uh, uh, be telling people to oh, have, comment on that?
1: Yeah. I haven't taken time to read all that yet either. I've been a little preoccupied here. But I, when I was driving back to the hotel uh, tonight, from the hospital i i was trying to listen as i was driving to uh 32 has got a new video out where he was going through some of that and i gotta go back and re-listen to it because i I tuned out for some of it in traffic but um some of it wasn't near as bad as what he expected it to be and the i gotta go back and and see if i'm right because if i if i was if i'm right from what i was picking up listening with half an ear I don't think it's gonna be as bad like for AR uppers as what we feared and some of that other stuff. I, parts kit maybe won't be quite as bad as what we feared, but I've gotta I've gotta go back and listen. And that's what's nice about the interwebs is when you don't have time to read all hundred and thirteen pages, somebody out there has, and you can find a couple different ones and listen to their take and then you know cross reference each person's opinion and kind of figure out what what you think from there.
0: Right. Um, so
1: let's go up here.
0: We do have a few more. They were talking about somebody was talking about the ammo shortage, and uh, my apologies for whoever that was because I can't find the question. But they said, When do you think the ammo shortage is going to uh, end? Uh, who was that? Oh, I, I, find that it. I definitely you. want to tell them. I don't know, I don't see it, but that's okay. We'll still address it. Um, uh, My question is, we may start to see a turnaround fall of this year. I see it being post-shot show next year at a minimum before everything is completely back to normal. Um, That's sort of my time frame. I think we'll see it ease up. I'm going to fall back to what I normally say. The problem we have right now, and I was talking about this in the local gun shop Saturday, The problem that we really have right now is gougers, Uh, is the is the vultures, the opportunistic people, the predatory people. And that's happening not just with the folks that are getting up at six o'clock in the morning to run down to academy to soak up everything they can get to turn around instantly and put it online or whatever for 10 times what it's worth. Um, that extends also to distributors and dealers and it runs the gamut as far as people that are just they're they're seizing an opportunity to, to literally gouge people. And, um, unfortunately, especially as somebody brought up earlier with the influx of new firearm owners, those folks may not be aware that, Hey, this is a cycle. And if you'll just chill for a little bit, uh, the cycle will end it's it's gonna go away um they may not even be aware of that they may think that yeah, the ammo situation right now is normal so they're sucking up the high price stuff anytime they can they can find it and they probably shouldn't be uh this is also an opportunity i see an opportunity to teach people uh because this is a cycle it'll go away and when it goes away that's when you start preparing for the next cycle uh, you don't see me over here complaining yeah. too much about, Oh, I don't have this or I don't have that. Um, why I'm sitting, I'm sitting pretty okay. I'm going to make it through, but I've been through this before. It's not my first rodeo. Uh, you can hit on that for a second if you want. Yeah. And,
1: and let me just, let me just throw this out to Talking about gougers. When you're looking at a big box store or a website that does a, a lot of trade in ammo, and they're gouging prices. That's one thing, but there's a guy that, uh, is in my town who, I mean, he's got his FFL and he works out of his basement, you know, um, he's a, he's an ATV mechanic and at his work, there's a corner of the shop that he puts, he sells some, some, uh, compound bows and crossbows. He doesn't have a lot of overhead when he puts an ammo order in, he orders it where he can find it. Right. Um, One of his coworkers is a friend of mine. And so my friend ordered, I don't know, 500 rounds of of some uh, 5.56 ammo and ordered it at, I don't remember what it was now, 70 or 80 cents a round, something like that. And you got it for the time, a really good deal. So that ammo still hasn't come yet. He's still waiting for the distributor to get it to him. Now we're starting to see 55, 60 cent 5.56, on the shelves in some of the stores when they get it so now he's starting to panic a little bit when he finally does get that ammo that people aren't going to want to buy it because he put you know he put some orders in for some people that are guaranteed sales but at the same time he ordered extra just to sell you know to whoever well who's going to buy that ammo priced to where he needs to price it he's not gouging that's what he's got right. into it. So, right. I mean, I just want—I'm not saying that you're wrong on the gouging. So, some places can absorb that; others aren't big enough to absorb. that's that, well, that does When you're out right. for ammo, and in my neck of the woods, depending on caliber, it's—it's still—it's where you find it. I mean, if if you want it bad yeah. enough, you'll. Price. Well, ice. It's and I not
0: there yet, and I caveated the gouging by saying yeah, it's happening I don't at Hopefully all.
1: Hopefully, it'll get back on track.
0: You know, the gouging is happening at all levels yeah. of the food chain. So, uh, you know, if it happens to, at the distributor Absolutely. level, then obviously the smaller dealer is going to end up getting screwed over because then they look like they're gouging, which they're not. My local gun shop's the same way. Gizzard out there is talking about his local gun shop. Uh, see, Matt out there uh in the chat as well we've got to wind this one down because we've got the patreon launcher pop we've got to get over there too so i'm gonna uh, we'll try to hit on these other questions real quick i know dj had one up here dealing with the uh state of nebraska so i want to get that in if i could find he it
1: about uh, since we've concealed got oh, yeah he says well.
0: Sure. Will Nebraska get constitutional carry this year, current impediments, ideas to proceed successfully? Make it quick if you can.
1: Yeah, not the way that every other state's doing it because there's not even a bill that's introduced. We have a two-year session, and the, the time to introduce bills was 10 days in January. What we do have a chance, and it's, there's a chance it will pass, every county will get to determine whether or not they'll allow it in their own county lines. And that goes back to a fight that we've had ongoing about local control, and we can't get a statewide preemption bill passed because certain senators block it, and they they're hiding behind local control. So now this will give local control on on uh, permitless concealed carry, and we'll see what happens there. So it's it's a half answer, or it's a half of a yes, DJ, and it's a half of a no, but. As we have the the senators right now in Lincoln, uh, don't look for anything really, really good to come until we can replace a few of them.
0: Warsaw out there's got one. We'll hit on uh, his question. I'm not sure what G was asking me, so uh, he'll have to clarify. But uh, Warsaw... Yes or no answer on this one, because uh we are we are pretty much out of time. We did have Stephen Elder jump in here right at the end. But Warstall is saying, you believe people should know the importance uh, of history, of gun control, and how dangerous it can lead to, blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to read all of it. Uh, the answer to that is yes. I don't think you're going to talk to very many people in yeah. one of these chats that's not going to answer that question. Yes, we have to know history, not just of gun control, but history, period. We have to know it. Yes. Um, so that's, a, that's an history easy of. So, of
1: <laughs> economic models you need to know the history of socialism you need to know a lot of history yeah or else we're doomed to repeat it that's the whole point of studying it
0: yeah Yep. so uh yeah with that we are uh about a minute away from the hard 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 deadline of getting out of here so uh, <laughs> i'm gonna throw this to you uh sand hills make it quick but some final thoughts and plugs before we get out of here
1: Uh, Yeah, one thing I haven't said yet, DJ Play Nice, I saw that you are my newest Patreon patron, so thank you for that. Um, If you want to find out what I have to say on given topics, go check me out on YouTube or Facebook. Sandhills Shooter is the name on both of those places. Patreon, uh, Gun Streamer as well. You can also find me on Anchor, Google, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all those places wherever podcasts are. Um, You can catch those. They're always a week late getting there, but uh, if you want them live YouTube and Facebook
0: Awesome, thanks for jumping in sandy. We appreciate it for everybody out there. Hopefully uh, You said something and I acknowledge you in the chat and uh, yeah, we're gonna jump over to the patreon launcher. pop We'll be starting pretty much right now if you hadn't gotten a notification, it's probably coming. But you're free to jump over there. I'll be in the side chat. We'll be hanging out, having fun uh, as that uh, as that premiere video plays. And, yeah, you know, I'll keep up to date, everybody up to date, obviously, on the Texas constitutional carry situation. Uh, that'll be happening next week. Hopefully, we'll have the Crazy Scotsman as the uh, co-host. So if you're not familiar with the cool. Crazy Scotsman, look him up. Uh, really a great guy and a newly uh, christened, I guess you could say, fairly new anyway, U.S. citizen, which is awesome. But, uh, yeah, for this week, the lounge is now closed, folks. So uh, Stephen Elder says link. It's on the channel page. Jump over there and uh, and click on it. Uh, but for now, we are gone. Thanks for hanging out in the lounge. It's closed for now. Be open again next week. And uh, peace out.